When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's like Christmas morning today with football being back. Merry Christmas. Santa's coming tonight. I have never been more excited. <laughs> I have never been more excited for a season, a weekend of football, especially here in Colorado. Oh my goodness. We got the Buffs taking on the corn. We have the Broncos hosting the Raiders. Like, what more could you want as a football fan in Denver right now? I, I mean, I know with the Buffs, they're calling it hate week. Yes. Th- this, this is just Colorado's hate week yeah. all throughout yeah. the state. Yeah, let's keep it let's keep it rocking. Hate week all <laughs> yes. around. Uh, we don't like Nebraska. I'm coming to find out. You know, I've been here for 10 years now, and I never knew that. But I feel like I'm I'm hopping on the bandwagon quick. I love know? it. I love it. Every coach Prime loves to hear that. And yeah. you were up there yesterday too. How was it? Yeah, I was up there with the team. Got to see them practice. Got to talk to some of the guys. Um, they look good. They look crisp. Um, I wouldn't be want to want to play them this week. Um, it was my first time up there since Sac State got the win <laughs> a couple years ago. I uh, don't know if we would get a win this week, but you know I'm happy for the Buffs. I think they're going to go in and play well. And man, they're excited. I think the whole city's excited. The school's excited. They're ready to rock. Can you explain the energy that you felt being out there yesterday? Because I just feel like as a fan from my seat, my perspective, it feels so different this year. Yep. But actually being out there and interacting, what was it like? Yeah, it felt like an NFL practice. You know, you got coaches out there yelling and screaming, uh, making sure guys getting right. They're not afraid okay. to stop practice and, you know, run that back, walk through it, um, make sure everybody knows their job. So it really had that NFL energy and it was so well run on point um it felt like an nfl practice so it's no wonder why those guys were rolling so so well on saturday i I feel like in the first five minutes of that tcu game i knew the buffs were going to win because Mm -hmm. i could not believe how efficient the offense and the defense looked i mean you say nfl practice it looked like an nfl offense running out there going no or up tempo and and it just looked so smooth i couldn't believe it yeah and that was in the middle of the heat it was hot um early in the morning i think that you know when they get some more favorable conditions, I mean, nobody cramped. They weren't, yeah. they weren't like they were like winded out there. They looked fresh. So now I feel like it's all, I don't know, uphill, downhill. I don't know if they're yeah. rolling or, yeah. they walk, <laughs> but it's all good stuff from here on out. Shador Sanders, ten school records set in, in that first, first game. game, and he's like, yeah. I could play better. I'm like, Ooh, baby, <laughs> show me, you prove it. I love it. I cannot wait for that game. But even just as excited for Sunday as well yeah. with Broncos and Raiders. This is. I, I don't we don't hate a team more than the Raiders and after losing six straight to these guys like I just hope it's a shellacking yep. and Josh McDaniels Boo. on the other <laughs> side I mean the Broncos could destroy the Raiders and I don't just mean on the field I mean off the field as well they could destroy their season the very first game yep. because if they lose this game and Josh McDaniels does something crazy after, like mm-hmm. yells at the players when it was clearly his fault and stuff. He could lose the entire locker room week one. Yeah, I think he's already lost maybe <laughs> a quarter of it already. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's keep it rolling. Let's see what we could do, what kind of havoc we can create over there in that locker room. Um, because I think he's bound to do something crazy. I think that's just part of his makeup and resume. Yeah. Something crazy is going to happen throughout the year that will have us all, like, scratching our heads. Wouldn't it be funny if the Broncos are the reason why Josh McDaniels <sighs> officially loses his job in Las Vegas? Like, that would – you don't want to root for anyone to lose their job ever because that's just 
terrible. But if one team's going to do it, I hope it's the Broncos. And Enough it's stuff. the Raiders <laughs> that they're doing it to. And Josh McDaniels, yeah. like 13 years after he absolutely tried to ruin the franchise. And that would just be so fitting. And hate week hate can week. start tonight with the Lions potentially beating the Chiefs. Boy, I mean, the Lions, I know they're a lot better than they've been the past like 25 yeah. years. But yes. if the Lions start the season off by beating the Chiefs, the Buffs beat Nebraska, yeah. and then the Broncos take care of business against the Raiders. You couldn't have a better start to football in Colorado. No, that would be the best thing for us. I mean, I think I, I'm taking a shot for every win, so <laughs> I'm ready go. to take a couple. So let's do it, boys. <laughs> let's do it. Three and spread out over four days, though, isn't a lot, Todd. So we're going to have to get no, a different drinking game going. I'm taking three uh, in preparation. So like, mm, I'm okay. pre-celebrating <laughs> okay. every day until we get all three. Okay, three a day. Three a day. Minimum. Yeah. Just to start out. Exactly. Okay, I like that. That's like called that. a pre-game for Todd. That's called my whole night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's called Zach blacked out. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's dive into the keys for the Broncos let's beating go. the Raiders. And you guys know Whiteboard Wednesday, but it's Thursday because we're a little thrown off this week with the holiday. So we're going to dive in and give you the keys to the Broncos beating the Raiders. And I got to say, Todd and Alexis understood the assignment. Their very first whiteboard, and they know exactly what to do. So let's jump into the whiteboard and break down this game uh, like no one else is. I think we could change the name to this to Thumbtack Thursday. Oh. Like using a thumbtack okay. with a little piece of paper to like... Just for future reference. Okay, well uh -huh. then, yeah. Well, thanks here. for showing up late, Lex. <laughs> look, look, you here's gonna have some work to do because look at this whiteboard Let me that see he your made. Whiteboard, you hear? He did a pretty good job, oh. and there's no way that either of you can read the little hidden message on this board, can you? It's up there right now. I wouldn't be able to unless you hear. We told snatched me about it. Yo Chang. Oh my gosh, that is incredible. <laughs> How did you read that? I have really good eyesight. I think I'm at 2020. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Not bad. No. I know. No. I know Todd can't see it. Hey, oh no, I can't <laughs> see that at all. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of Akeeb, wasn't his beef with uh, the Tennessee Titans wide receiver with Harry Douglas? Was there a beef? Well, wasn't it Harry Douglas when he said, "If I see you in Atlanta, Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat your ass." Oh, wasn't I that Harry I Douglas? I forget who it was, uh, yeah, but I remember who. It, I, Alexis I remember the issue. Um, but Harry Douglas is now on ESPN, and every time mm. I see him, I'm like, "Damn." You weren't afraid to show your face. You, exactly. might, you better watch out. He might be coming after you. Let's, let's I, I think it was. I think it was Harry Douglas and man, Akeeb. Just, mm. I mean, chain snatching. Mm -hmm. He said that he tried to end his career with a cheap shot that led to a brawl. Yep. Yep. Mm. According to <laughs> Business Insider. Hold on. Let me find a better source. <laughs> Business Insider breaking down this news. I don't think they know. I know. Yeah, it, it was Maybe, It was Henry It was, Douglas, it was Harry Douglas. Yeah, there's uh, Sports Illustrated, a little yeah. bit more yeah. reputable. And actually, I think uh, our very own Ryan Green got that clip of uh, Akib saying that that oh. went absolutely viral. So, hey, just watch out. Watch out. Um, okay, let's jump into Whiteboard Wednesday. Here we sure. go. The first one... Stop joshing around, Broncos. Stop messing around. Yep. Josh McDaniels has taken care of you two times so far uh, in his two first games. He's 2-0, and but it's the other Josh. It's Josh yeah. Jacobs. Stop messing around. Do everything you need to do to stop the new number eight on the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh Jacobs has just, I mean, he's been the Broncos' daddy since he's entered the league. 7-0. and Ooh, don't call him daddy. Se <laughs> he has been. He's 7-0 and against the Broncos. The one game that he didn't play, the Broncos won. Mm -hmm. So literally, if he's on the field, he is beating the Broncos. Uh, Josh Jacobs also, last year, he averaged 167 and a half yards from scrimmage against the Broncos. So that's mm. rushing and receiving combined. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost 170 mm -hmm. yards over two games. Todd, how difficult is that to do? Yeah, I mean, somebody's running downhill. I think that's the that's the hardest thing to stop. I mean, it's like it's like when you get a cut, it's hard to stop the bleeding. Like, and when he as the game goes on, like runners tend to get like more powerful. You get tired of tackling somebody. So if he starts off hot, I think it's going to be a long day for the Broncos. There's nothing worse than trying to tackle a back 
a powerful back for 60 plays on a hot day and you can't get it done. So, like you said, they have to stop joshing around. They got to get him to the ground and they don't want to get him started. No, yeah. they don't want to get him started because what Josh McDaniels proved last year is he's just going to continue to hand the ball off and get touches to Josh Jacobs. Another kind of mind-blowing stat, he averaged 30 touches per game last year. Yeah. 30 touches per game. You, you never see that in today's NFL with now there's two back sets and yeah. everything. 30 touches is wild. So that just shows Josh McDaniels isn't going to overthink this. Mm -hmm. If Josh Jacobs is hot, he's going to get him the ball. He also averaged 17 yards receiving in that final game against the Broncos. <sighs> and wow. per catch, I mean, that's, that's pretty incredible. I'm wondering from your perspective, Todd, on a guy who wasn't in OTAs, wasn't in training camp with this team, do you think that there's a slow start on the horizon for Josh Jacobs? Or at that position, given the fact that he's returning to the same offense, do you think that he's going to pick up right where he left off? Yeah, I feel like it's, he's going to start slow, but I don't think his slow is going to be a normal running back slow. Yeah. So he may not have 170 yards or 167 <laughs> yards. I still think he'll have like an 80 or could have an 80 or 90 yard game if the Broncos don't contain him because he is a veteran back. He is going in, into the same system. Um, yeah. And then sometimes he might just be fresh right now. People think he's not in this in the building. So, um, you know, he doesn't have that cohesion with the offense and the offensive line, but he's actually fresh at the same time. Like his body's not banged up. So, you know, with his being a veteran, I don't feel like he'll be too slow of a start. So it is imperative that we stop him early on. And you would think a guy that's going on a contract year right now would mm -hmm. show up uh, fully in shape, ready to go so that maybe he is fresh, but Hopefully, maybe yeah. he, uh, he wasn't working out as hard in camp, and then maybe that could lead to a slow start. But you would think I feel that like a guy that wants to get paid. Yeah, I think any NFL player, whether they're with their team or not, these guys, they know that their livelihood depends on this. Mm -hmm. He's going to be yeah. working out throughout this entire you know, situation with the Raiders and hoping to get signed somewhere else. I mean, it's not like he was going to show up somewhere else out of shape, right? right? Mm -hmm. So right. He, he showed up in Las Vegas ready to go. Um, I just hope that he's not like ready, ready. I know. And I, I hope what, what Todd said, I would sign up in a heartbeat for 85 or 90 rushing yards from Josh Jacobs mm. right now. Mm -hmm. Now there's a caveat that maybe he has 60 receiving yards to go along with that. I wouldn't sign up for that, mm -hmm. but under hundred rushing yards, I would take that right now because in the seven games that he's played the Broncos, he has over 700 rushing yards. So over hundred rushing yards per game. Do you think the Broncos front seven has improved enough? over the past year, or I guess since really November, last time facing Josh Jacobs, uh, to limit him significantly this year? Or do we feel like the Broncos front seven is, is pretty similar? I think that they've improved enough. I think they're two. I think it really depends on the outside rushers playing discipline. It's Frank Clark and Randy Gregory. They have to be able to play run first and then convert the pass. Um, and it's okay being late on Jimmy G as long as we have good coverage. So. Yep. They have to play to stop the stop the running game, and I think that's going to be the biggest factor. The guys in the middle are pretty much the same, so I think it really is going to depend on the two edge guys to really be adamant about stopping the run first. Yeah. I, I mean, like the Bash Bros are going to go they ham. They got to bash. They're going to bash <laughs> yep. this week. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's going to be all about those big boys up front yep. locking down the line so that Josie and Alice can have those one-on-ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, Josie, Jewel, and Alex Singleton – Pretty damn good at tackling. So yeah. uh, I think they should be able to control that. And I think I think Todd's right. I think when you look at the front seven, especially a defensive line, um, defensive line pretty much the same in terms mm -hmm. of talent there. You lose Draymond Jones, but you pick up Zach Allen. Yeah. But the outside linebackers are much deeper. Last yeah. year it was like you got Randy Gregory and you have Bradley Chubb to start the season. Yeah, late in the season, that's when it got concerning. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you, you didn't have depth. I mean, Jonathan Cooper, he hadn't taken the step that he did now, and yeah. Nick Benito was playing like a rookie. Right. Now, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper have taken massive steps. In fact, Jonathan Cooper has taken such big of a step that he's the starter over Frank Clark. Frank Clark might be the most, the highest paid backup in the yeah. NFL. I know we were told not to read too much into mm -hmm. the depth chart yesterday mm -hmm. by Sean Payton, but I am reading so far into this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that this was, oh, like, you know, we have so many different rotations. It doesn't really matter who's listed where. Like, I believe that Jonathan Cooper earned that starting position. Mm -hmm. And I'm not shocked at all. I mean, like, 
I was going to go super hot take when we were doing um, roster predictions and say, guys, Frank Clark doesn't make this team. Mm. That's what I thought. Mm. But uh, to see Jonathan Cooper listed where he's at, I don't think that's, uh, oh, like we just put a guy's name in because it doesn't really matter. Jonathan Cooper earned that spot. 100%. And uh, we kind of saw glimpses of it throughout training camp mm -hmm. where Jonathan Cooper 100% earned it. But then Frank Clark... Missed a couple of days yep. with a club decision. Then he was playing into the fourth quarter of a preseason game. He didn't seem happy about it after. Yep. Um, and uh, the Broncos in their depth chart, when it comes to Kareem Jackson and Caden Stearns, it's Kareem Jackson or, or Caden Stearns. Mm -hmm. If they wanted to do that to give Jonathan Cooper some love by showing him how good of a job he's done, they could have done Frank Clark or, or Jonathan Cooper. So I think it's a message to yep. both sides. Jonathan Cooper... You've done a hell of a job. And if you For work sure. this hard, we're going to reward you. And who knows what's going on on the other side. But there's just been enough signs to be like, huh, that's interesting. But in the end, I think the depth at outside linebacker is so much better than last year. Yeah, sure. and it's so it's so funny to me for uh, Sean to be like, oh, it's nothing. Like, we're going to have a rotation. <laughs> nothing he does yeah. is I'll blow it out the window. It's whatever. You know, we'll figure it out as we go. Like, he is so detail-oriented that it's funny that he's taking the stance. Like, oh, no, it 100% matters. Mm -hmm. They have who they want um, to be the starter at the starter on the depth chart. And that's who you're going to see get the primor primary amount of snaps or the most snaps. Maybe Frank Clark is more of a third down type guy mm -hmm. this year. You know, yeah. he is getting older. So maybe that's how they're going to choose to use him. And, um, We'll see. Yep, yep, we will. All right, let's... We're going to have to talk about the pass rush later, too. Yes, so we are. We'll, we're we'll we're, we're going to have to. Let's see the next key to this game. Free Russ. Mm. That was me. Yeah, this is uh, the alternative, the new idea to uh, let Russ cook. Mm. I think this is a really good way, this first game of the season, to just let Russ be vintage Russ. Let mm. him get out of the pocket. Let him scramble. Uh, let him use his legs. Let us see vintage Russ, Hall of Famer Russ on the, on the, uh, what am I trying to say? The, the, I know what you're talking about. The, the Russo-meter. Yes, yes. The Russo-meter. That's how back Russ is. I think he's ready to go. I want to see him. I mean, I don't think Sean Payton ever intended to make him a pocket passer. This is not last year. This is entirely different staff, new offensive scheme system. Um, I would rather see Russ use his legs and I just want to see him have fun. He needs to set the tone with this offense, having fun um, and not playing timid, not playing scared. Um, and I think when we see Russell Wilson at his best is when he's scrambling, he's out of the pocket making plays. Sean has touched on that so much mm -hmm. and he's also kind of touched on I don't want Russ thinking too much. I just yep. want him to go out and play. And what does Russ do? That's what he does when he's at his best. It's like backyard football, running around. And especially, we're going to talk about Max Crosby more in depth later, but especially when you have Max Crosby there, the last thing you want is Russ standing in the oh, pocket, just, just waiting for the pressure up. to get there. So get Russ on the move, Alexis. At, I, I totally agree. And this is a defense where you can do it against. Yep. Yeah, um, and I think it's time... For Russ to be able to cook the food he's good at cooking. You <laughs> yes. know, you don't ask the grill master to start making sushi. And yeah. last year I felt like he was back there trying to make sushi and it didn't it didn't taste too good. So now I think it's time for him to get back into his bag and cook, um, but cook with the food and the utensils he's used to using. So I'm excited to see that happen. Yeah, and uh, I just, we saw it. We did not see Russ move around in the first mm -hmm. preseason game. And he wasn't good. I mean, it took to the fourth drive when they were playing second and third stringers against the Cardinals right. to put a drive together. However, the next game against the 49ers, on one drive, he had more rushing yards than passing yards. I don't expect that to be the case. 200 rushing yards, 199 passing yards in this game. But that's the type of rust that I expect Sean to deploy. And he looked fast. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of funny because we've talked about that numerous times. We're like, well, how fast can Russell Wilson really be at this point in his career? Yeah. I think he trained for that this offseason. I think that was a, an area of focus for him was to obviously shed a little weight and not have so much to carry around uh, when he was scrambling out of the pocket. And every time I saw him run, he looked legitimately fast to me. And so I'm excited to see what he can do, picking up first downs that way. Um, continuing to keep drives alive because is there a single moment for this fan base that gets us more excited than when Russell Wilson picks up a first down using his legs I mean 
it, it just injects a ton of energy into the offense when you know that your quarterback isn't just going to sit back there and get blown up, that he's going to at least attempt to make a big play. And I just want to see Russ, I think, just with all the noise and all the bullshit heading into this season after last season and national news articles and all that, I just want to see him come out and just – have, a, have himself a day. Alexis getting spicy. <laughs> dropping the bullshit. I love it. I love it. And uh, what do you think first play of the game for the Broncos? Oh, Quarterback run. Maybe a little Maybe a little read option? You think so? I think it's going to be a shot. Ooh. I think first play, try to light it up. Cortland downfield or Jerry Judy if he's healthy. Um, just a shot on the first play. Play action pass. Try and catch people off guard and just start the season off with a bang. That has Sean Payton written all over yeah. it. That, yeah. Hope I didn't give anything away. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know something that we don't know? Hey, I don't know. You know those first 10 plays? Be ready for some shots. Be ready for some uh, some big plays. I, I love, love it. it. And you should start your morning off with a shot of AG1. That's maybe what makes Russell Wilson fast is taking some AG1 this offseason because it's going to get you all the vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antigens that you need to get your day started off right. And the great thing about it is it's less than your average cup of coffee every single day, less than $3 a day to get you all of those vitamins and nutrients that you need. It's going to help you in so many different ways, and it's a great way to start off your morning. So make sure to check them out over at AG1 at drinkag1.com slash Broncos. That's going to get you a free year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. So check them out, drinkag1.com slash Broncos. And if you need another shot, well, maybe you shouldn't shot this. Maybe you should sip this. You know, Spirit Hound is a very good whiskey. It's maybe not something you should sip. You, I mean, should shot. You should take your time, sip it, enjoy it with friends. It's made right here in Lyons, Colorado. It's award-winning whiskey. 20, 2022 Whiskey of the Year in the London Spirits Competition. You can bring in your own juniper berries to the Lyons Distillery and get a free cocktail. It's available in 40 states nationwide. They have a new tasting room in Highlands. Uh, 3622 Tejon Street. Um, so go Man. check them out. Um, they're, they're a great whiskey. I think we'll definitely be sipping some um, throughout the course of this weekend. Enjoy yourself. Have a great time this weekend. Make sure to check out Spirit Hound. You're going to be taking how many sips? How many shots? <laughs> three, I'm six, taking nine? three shots and a couple sips. I think that's where I'm at so far. <laughs> like I think I think we've got nine shots for Todd Davis this weekend. Let's He's already go. Set. Let's go. I'm so excited. All right, let's go on this whiteboard and let's uh -oh. get to our another key of the game. Man up. Yeah. So basically, man, the Broncos need to man up. Mm. Uh, this is twofold. Uh, my coach always told me that stopping a run was a desire. I think every play that you have is going to have every gap gapped out. Um, defense is not going to come up against a formation that the offense is putting in front of them and not have it gapped out against the run. Now, from that point Todd, forward... Explain, explain what you mean by that. Okay, so by that I mean that when the offensive line comes up, you have different gaps. For, from the center to the guard, it's the A gap. From the guard to the tackle, that's the B gap. And it goes so on and so forth out. When, when defensive coordinators line up plays, they gap it out, basically. So every gap is um, accounted for by a player. So the nose tackle may have the A gap, the linebacker may have the B gap, and so on and so forth. So every gap is accounted for. So now stopping the run is no longer on the coach. Mm. It's on you. And mm. I feel like the Broncos have to man up and make a decision like, hey, we're not going to let Josh Jacobs come in here. We're not going to allow him – up to run all over us, and it's going to be our job to stop him. And then also with that, you have I think it's best playing with a loaded box. And the way you do that is you play man coverage. Mm -hmm. So I would love to see the Broncos in a lot of man coverage with one safety over the top. I think that Pat is ready to face Devontae, and he's itching for it because of everything that went into last year, all the comments that were said. He's 100% ready for it. Um, I think you have Hooper against Singleton. He's a great covering linebacker who um, was a really good tight end um, throughout the league. I think he's not as good as he once was, so I think that'll be a good matchup for him. Uh, I think you let Damari go one-on-one, -on -one, and I think you let Caden Stearns come down on Winfro and allow them to go one-on-one, -on -one. still having J Justin in the middle of the – field but you stack the box you don't let them run we man up and we lock this thing down and we take care of the raiders oh uh. i love it i mean i love it that's great insight and uh, for for me 
them trading Darren Waller for a third round pick mm -hmm. changes how you approach them so much because I agree Alex Singleton is a good coverage linebacker but when you're dealing with the George Kittles the Travis Kelsey's uh the Darren Wallers there might be one or two more guys in that conversation at tight end you you can't simply put one player on whether it's yep. a Justin Simmons because of how big those guys are or whether it's uh, a linebacker because of how fast those tight ends are but you don't have to worry about that no. anymore now you have a they have a good tight end yep. not not a, a dangerous tight end right. and i just think your plan might not have worked if it was darren waller there mm -hmm. but because they said bye darren i think it, it it now definitely works yeah i think we trust alex singleton enough to go one-on-one -on -one with hoop hoops my guy i trained with him in the offseason but i think alex singletary got you man alex singleton has got you man i think he can definitely cover you one-on-one -on -one, so um, I think that's what the Broncos should do. And then you have that free safety in the middle of the field to really help wherever is needed. Um, and you know, Justin's, his biggest plays come when he's just free and able to make plays and can kind of read the quarterback and adjust. So I think that'll be great. So you want to see, talking about Pat Sertan specifically on Devontae Adams, like do you want to see Pat follow Devontae all game long? Yeah. yeah. Really? He's that good of a player. Uh, first team all pro, I don't think – there's, there's, there's only two of those guys. Yeah. Okay. So you got to be one of the top two in the entire NFL. Entire NFL. That means you are definitely good enough to travel and follow the wide receiver, their best wide receiver, wherever he goes. Do you think there's anything to be said for allowing some of these younger guys to go up against a guy like Devontae and prove that they're ready in the league right now? Yeah, I think you have to. In order to be the best, you have to beat the best. So yeah. I think he has to show that he can go one-on-one -on -one with Devontae, go one-on-one -on -one with Tyreek Hill. He has to. Um, I know he's not we're not at PS2 Island yet, but I think he's working to that level. So he has to be able to go one on one with some of these big name guys. And I think he's going to get his shot this weekend. But you don't think Damari should ever see a little time on Devonte? Why? <laughs> no. Why? That's like I don't know. Like if you have Kawhi and Le going against LeBron, you want Kawhi to guard LeBron every time. You yeah. never want to have a Paul George on him. Like that's just a you know what I'm saying. You want to have your best match. Does it give away the defense though? Who cares? Does it matter? No, because okay. then it's like we're putting our best on your best. If you beat us, then we'll live with it. Like, it doesn't matter if okay. you know, but nine times out of ten, I'm going to take Pat to win that matchup. So do your best and throw it over there if you want. But I think it's good on good, man. Okay. We're going to see what happens. Lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown. Yeah. And in fact, I'm just going to get to one of mine right now. I don't think it's the next one because it plays off of this, Todd. And we hadn't talked about it, but I think it can fit together. Uh, I think you need to double down mm -hmm. on Devontae Adams. And what I mean by that is Sertan follows him all game. Pat is a top two corner in the NFL, like you said, with that, with that first team all pro. But on top of that, have Justin Simmons back there. Just, just covering the top, make sure nothing gets behind him because Devontae Adams, where he killed the Broncos in that second game, was a 31-yard touchdown and a 35-yard walk-off touchdown in overtime. Mm -hmm. It's because Devontae was able to just get behind him, and the 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 there, there were some issues with the coverage. It wasn't all on Pat on those two plays, um, but that's the key is just to keep Devontae in front of you because if you don't have those two plays – then Devontae has a 75-yard game in that mm -hmm. second game, yeah, and the Broncos true. probably win that game. And then the game before, Devontae Adams still got 101 yards, but he didn't crush you uh -huh. that game. Zero touchdowns. Mm -hmm. They kept everything with Devontae in front of them. If Devontae goes out and has 13 targets, which he had both of the last two games against the Broncos, 10 catches for 100 yards but no touchdowns, I mean, he still did work on the Broncos, but he didn't beat them himself. It's when you get those 30-yard touchdowns yeah. and, and those touchdowns that come with it. So I think it's about keeping everything in front. And Justin Simmons, the best free safety in the NFL and the best guy at keeping things in front of him and being that ball hawk. So I think it's this is too simple. You put it a lot better. Yeah. Nine guys to stop the run. Yep. And obviously, like, seven guys to stop the run because you're going to have a guy on a tight end and a yep. guy on Jacoby Myers, Damari mm -hmm. on Jacoby. And then just two guys that are just always watching uh, Devontae, and one of them is Pat the entire game. Yeah, I, I love that. And then, like you said, having Justin over the top, um, I think defense, you don't have to be complicated. You just have to run what you run well. Mm -hmm. Like, going back to your point, like, giving it away, um, we ran, like, three plays when we won the Super Bowl. It's cover one, <laughs> cover four, and then we mixed it up with a little bit of cover three. Like, that's yeah. all we ran. But we were talented enough that what we ran, we did it so well, like, doesn't matter if you come out and try to throw at Devontae 12 times. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? I think Pat is going to – I think he's ready, man. He has to keep elevating himself and keep stepping up, and I think he's ready for the challenge. He's a talented young corner. So, yeah, I think they're going to put a lot on his plate. And with Justin over the top, I think he should feel pretty comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think especially if they're – I guess if they're throwing the ball at Devontae Adams 12 times, I mean, I believe Pat's going to win 10, 11 of those matchups. I think Devontae has one, you know, nice 50-50 ball that he's able to come down with maybe, but, like – I think at the end of the day, Pat's elite, um, and I think he's only gotten better, which is crazy because he's been elite since the day he entered this league. But, um, yeah, I mean, I love the idea. I just, you know, classic devil's advocate over here. Just <laughs> yeah. want to throw it yeah. out there. I, I love that. And Devontae is also pissed if Pat sh just about the situation with the Raiders. They yeah. trade yeah. away his best friend. They trade the reason why yeah. he wanted to be a Raider. Derek. If if the Broncos go out there and shut him down in the first half or he only gets one target because of the way the Broncos are covering Devontae, maybe he throws a temper tantrum at halftime and things are already imploding before the first game's over. Do the Raiders survive the first game? Like, is there a chance that they just, like, sell the organization by halftime? <laughs> like, I think I think somebody's going to pull a Antonio Brown or just take their jersey off and, and just walk go. out. And just walk yes. out. Like, I'm oh, done with man. this, man. Broncos not it. only beat them, but they just ripped their soul from them. That'd be incredible. <laughs> All right, let's not get to the next key for this game, and it is... Uh, well, now we're, we might be behind. Well, we might be yeah, a little we might scrambled. Be a, we might be a little ahead here. Let's see. Let's get physical. That's me. Um, I just want to see a physical matchup. I want to see two back sets. Hello. Um, somebody's texting me right <laughs> Damn, now. Damn, it's popular. Um, and, I, and I think that's where it is. This is the run game for me. This is I, I want to see a ton of two back sets. I know we're going to. Uh, I want to see Burton out there with Javante and Javante and Samaje at the same time. Like, I think the key for the Denver Broncos offense, other than letting Russ be Russ, is to pound the rock. And that's been a, a topic of conversation since I think the moment Sean Payton arrived in Denver, that this is going to be a run first team. And I think against this Raiders defense, they've really struggled against the run. This is a really good week to just feed Javante. I actually want to see Jaleel in there quite a bit as well. Mm. Um, I want to see how Sean decides to use him because I don't think during the preseason that we saw even a, a slight glimpse into what the offensive system really looks like, um, especially with the run games. So really excited to see some two back sets this week um, and just, yeah, embarrass this Raiders front seven. We've got some Raiders fans in here oh, and just wanted out. to say uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for tuning in with us. Um, and I agree that just embarrassed the Raiders front seven. Todd, how frustrating is it for a pass rusher when uh, the team can't stop the run and so they can't pin their ears back and attack the quarterback because all they're doing is running the ball? Yes, I know it's really frustrating. I've had a couple conversations with my guys up front <laughs> um, when we couldn't really get the run stopped. Yeah the way we wanted to. Um, yeah, because you can't really transition from, transition from there. Um, when they're running the ball all day, when they have success with that, they're going to stick with it. So, um, like you said, I think it's imperative for us to have a good run attack ourselves um, to really put us on the front, forefront and really kind of control the game. If we're able to run the ball, play action pass, um, that puts us in the driving seat. We can control time of possession. And then that gives, you know, Devontae less targets. That gives... Uh, Josh Jacobs less runs, so I think that'll be great for us, you know, with a two-back set. Um, Yahir is doing a great job <laughs> of getting us figured it's out right crawling now. Crawling on the ground right now. Guys, <laughs> I think there's a By chance. Is my mic messed up, You hear? I'm So I'm buzzing, everyone. I'm that one. <laughs> no, behind but the curtain, I like everyone, apparently my mic's you. all messed up. I'm going to unplug. You guys keep going. I'm That's the kind of energy that the Broncos need, man, by any means yeah. necessary. Yeah. I love it, man. <laughs> it's so true. Um, and uh, one of the things we finally, I think we got our last cherry on top with Javante Williams' injury. Mm -hmm. uh, it was good news when he was out there during OTAs and practicing. It was great news seeing him out there at training camp, full go, he took one day off, and he was still wearing his, his helmet and pads and running around out there. The coaches just made him take a day off of mm -hmm. hitting. And it was a n more great news when he played in that preseason game. Yesterday, we found out from Sean that Javante is going to play a big role this week. So Sean wouldn't say if there's going to be any limitations, but it seems like if there's going to be any limitations or snap counts, it's going to be pretty minor. Yeah, he looked healthy all throughout training camp, and I think he's ready to go, man. I'm ready to see him turn it on and really be 
the back we all know and love. So I look for him to have a big role. And not only a two-back set or three-back set with Jaleel in there, you have two bruisers mm -hmm. of backs with Javante and Samaje. You wear the defense down with not even like 10-yard runs back-to-back -back with three-and-a-half, four yards, five yards, three yards, and you just keep doing that and wear the defense down at a mile high where the Raiders aren't used to playing. And then yeah. on top of that, then you bring Jaleel out of the backfield or you go deep to court. Man, I mean, that that's not the traditional modern-day offense mm -hmm. of Patrick Mahomes back there, yeah. Tom Brady throwing the ball 50 times. But that is something that can really throw defenses off because they're prepared to face those those high-flying offenses. Yeah, so I, I I think you're right. I think you're right. I kind of lost my train of thought, but I, <laughs> I definitely agree. With I, I like the idea of throwing Jaleel in there to be kind of like the killer, I guess. Like, I, I need another word for this. Like, I don't know what that would be, but um, yep. just the guy who wants you – I mean, we all know the way that you wear down a defense is just keep running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. And once they're a little tired, once they're a little on their heels, then you put Jaleel in. And usually you go, once they're tired, once they're on their heels, you take, like, a deep shot. Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying, like, once they're tired, put Jaleel in there and let him cut a rug and and get on out there and just, like, have, like, a huge 20-yard play. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm excited for Jaleel because um, I think that having three really dynamic backs changes what this offense can really do. I Like, we all remember once Javante went down last year, it was like, well, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess I guess the run game isn't something that we really need to worry about. So, um, now that they have three like highly, highly capable guys, I mean, it's going to be fun and dynamic watching this offense and, yeah. and how they go about it. I agree, and I I remember what I was yeah, yeah, thinking about saying. Um, being on a practice, we saw we can't give you guys too much information, but we saw a lot of unique backfield mm. sets mm. and guys in and guys in position so i think it'll be great um for the first game to really be able to mix things up i think you'll see a lot of things you may not be expecting or didn't know that were a part of the uh the playbook so it'll be a good mix i think a lot of running backs will play a lot of action will happen so you're gonna see things that you haven't seen in denver on the offensive side of the ball in a decade mm -hmm. i mean yeah. since peyton was here and it's gonna be very different than what peyton did but in yeah. terms of offensive creativity yep I mean, that's been missing for so long totally. here. And Sean didn't show any of it in mm -hmm, the preseason mm -hmm. because why would you do that? It was vanilla that we have not seen Sean Payton's offense. All right, let's get to the next key for I this game right here. I just want to see this one too. Jaleel still isn't and Madden. That's a crime. No way. That's a crime. Wow, You're that right. is really, right, really bad. And before you hear pulls that up, I got to tell you about our friends over at Kind Love to celebrate the weed kend up at Boulder. <laughs> Probably going to want to check out Kind Love. There we go. Where they've got their products all over the state in over 100 stores. And you know what products I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Turbo Core, which packs a punch. You can find that line at over 100 stores, plus Kind Love Flower around the state. And if you go to their store in Cherry Creek or North Denver, mention the code DNVR. You're going to receive 25% off all Kind Love Flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. So check them out in one of their two stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver or go to KindLove.com and make sure to mention DNVR. And don't forget to head on over to SplashSports.com. Uh, DNVR, they have a weekly Pick X contest for everyone to participate in for real money. And you guys know how to enter in that. You go to SplashSports.com slash DNVR. The link is right there on the screen. You can see that. Uh, to get started, you just need to deposit cash and enter DNVR's weekly NFL pick contest for just 20 bucks. The first prize, $7,500. Second prize, $2,160. Third prize, 1080 so uh these weekly contests will be running all year so you guys can keep that link handy go ahead and bookmark that if you want to run your own contest like if you're trying to if you're tired of being the commissioner uh on leagues chasing people down with none of the reward you could sign up to be a commissioner right through the link and earn money for contests you're already running with friends and family so head on over to splashsports.com dnvr to join in we'll have different contests coming out so we're stoked to compete with and against each and every one of you. So be sure to click on that link, splashsports.com slash DNVR. All right, let's I jump into logo. the next key. Yeah, a little Isn't whale. It, so <laughs> it is cute. Next one, double down. We talked about that. Devontae Adams got a double him. So let's hit the next one here. 
kicking and screaming. Oh, yeah. wait, a few things came down. A few things, yeah, here. A few, a few things came up. It's too focused on your mic. Oh, no, Jimmy's, Jimmy's down. down. Yeah, this was a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember that no. Seinfeld episode about Jimmy when he talked in the third person the whole time. Yes. Nobody, <laughs> this is Jimmy's down. <laughs> uh, and this is, I want to see Jimmy down on his back numerous times throughout this game. This is where I want to see this Broncos pass rush. Randy Gregory, Jonathan Cooper, Nick Benito, Frank Clark, just absolutely getting after the quarterback. This is a time where we can see, like, hey, all offseason we are worried about the Broncos' pass rush. After the preseason, we're all like, okay, this might be a strength of this team all of a sudden. Are they legitimately the strength that we believe that they are, or did we somehow get duped? I don't think we got duped. Personally, I am all in on this Broncos' pass rush, but they need to come out hot week one and get after Jimmy and uh, show some of the weaknesses along that offensive line there for uh, the Raiders. I love that. And the key stop in the run to make Jimmy have to pass. Mm -hmm. And that Las Vegas pass uh, uh, offensive line in terms of pass protection. Not good. Not good. And Jimmy Garoppolo himself, not good when he plays in Denver, mm. at least. Remember the last time Jimmy was here? No, I don't remember. Last year with the 49ers, his team put up 10 points in a game in fact he Such helped the game. broncos win that game not just by putting up 10 points but by stepping out of the back of the mm. end zone for a safety i mean he self-safetyed himself he dan orlowski'd himself <laughs> for a broncos win essentially that two points was the difference in the game That's jimmy so doesn't funny. like playing here you should be able to fluster him with this crowd with this pass rush and if you can't get to the quarterback in this game yeah with this raiders offensive line it's gonna be tough to have success later in the season against better offensive lines yeah he's not a super mobile quarterback so no. i think you getting after him being able to keep him in the pocket um you get your hands on him i don't know i don't think he's very well under pressure either so i think hands in his face uh and jimmy won't have a good game that's funny because i watch seinfeld all the time <laughs> have you seen that episode where this guy named jimmy he's like a basketball player at the gym with them and he has like um, some good games. So he's like, Jimmy did good. Jimmy made a good <laughs> pass. Person. Always in third person. Jimmy so. wants to ask Elaine out. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, does he? And he shows up to Elaine's house and she thought it was going to be someone else because she didn't know that he was Jimmy. <laughs> no, you haven't seen this episode? No. Okay. We'll get you We'll get you up on game. Yeah. Uh, you can't be missing Seinfeld episodes. Should we do a pod like that? We just just all, all third person? All refer to ourselves in third person? Yeah. 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 Alexis thinks. Yeah. When you ever um, had a great game, Todd, did you ever do that? Uh, like no, I can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, Todd does not give me third person no. energy uh, at all. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know um, what Jimmy's good for every okay. single game? I don't know. One deep ball. A very stupid play, mm -hmm. at least okay. one. I mean, there's. I was trying to be positive, and you're like, just no, one no. dumb play. No, every single game. I mean, he's like the ultimate winner. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't really do anything else like incredible except for win. His winning percentage throughout his career is pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but that's the other thing that he's just known for. One just terrible, terrible decision a game. Yeah. And you just have to be able to make sure that 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 you take advantage of that. Like he is going to throw into double coverage and Justin Simmons is just gonna have to come down with the ball. Mm -hmm. And from what we saw from Justin Simmons in training camp, he's going to come down with the ball. Yeah. I'm feeling a Esang Bassi pick. I just want to oh. see him continue the streak. I'm seeing Esang in the nickel picking off Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Not one. Is that bold? Not two. two not not three, three, but four games in a row for I, Esang. Yeah, I'm feeling Esang this week. That Sorry, is Todd, I, I interrupted like you. No, that's all good. I'm, I'm rocking with that. If he can keep this streak alive, I'm with it. Yep. All right, let's get to the next one here. I believe two left. The next one is is yes. kicking and screaming yeah you know it's it's the afc west all the games are going to be close um you know we've lost some games to them six in a row to be exact by one point here by four points here and overtime i think kicking is going to be paramount for the broncos to find success uh, i would like to say no pressure but 100 percent pressure is on will lux <laughs> to be um 100 on sunday so he needs to come and it's just kicking and screaming really should be kicking or screaming because i think if the kicks don't go in, everybody's <laughs> screaming at their TV at the stadium. So Sean Payton, Sean yeah. Payton, yeah. So I think the pressure's on, Mr. Lutz. We got to see you make some kicks, man. The pressure's on Sean Payton as well yeah. when it comes to Will Lutz because Sean. 
Got rid of Brandon McManus, who mm -hmm. was a staple here for a decade outside of last year. Pretty damn solid, mm -hmm. a guy that you could count on. Yeah. Then you had Brett in here, who finished preseason pretty strong. But Sean said, Will's my guy. And so if Will comes out and proves him right, that's going to be great for Sean. But every, all the pressure's on him. And we got a little report today from Brandon Cristal that the long snapper, uh, the punter, Riley Dixon, and uh, uh, Will Lutz went down to the stadium this week on Monday mm. and practiced kicks so that the first time Will was kicking at the stadium wasn't during the yeah. game. Uh, and according to Brandon, he said rumor has it that Will hit a 70-yarder out there. I mean, <laughs> pretty tough to hit a 70-yarder. I mean, I know college kids who can hit 70-yarders with, like, out anybody coming at him, you know what I mean? Yep, no fans. So, yeah, no, no fans. It's yeah. dead quiet in there. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, okay, same. Yeah, I'm gonna say there's probably not a 70 yarder in this game. No, I mean, yeah, no, I Todd chime in before I say something. Stupid. I mean, hopefully not. If we're having to kick 70 yard field goals, that means the offense is not moving <laughs> That's the ball. True. So I hope we don't have any 70 yarders. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can you make a 70 yarder? Absolutely not. What do you What do you think you can make realistically? <laughs> with no I've one around, this. nobody. A T or uh, like the normal setup with setup. someone holding that. Setup, setup. Am I too bold to say 27 yards? I think you can get okay. 27. Okay, really? 27? Yeah. Damn. Todd's got a lot of confidence because in it's us. already 10 years in the back of the end zone. Right. I mean, you're only so at 17, 17 yards. yards. So yeah. as someone who was just like really. I had something to say about that 70 yarder. Um, I will say I have made a field goal once, but it wasn't from the usual spot. It was from the goal line. Oh, a zero that was yarder. About, I got had a, a ten zero, yarder. Well, ten yard. Yeah. Ten yard technically, technically. right? <laughs> Ish. Um, it was a ten yard field goal. Wow. And when I tell you that barely went in, I mean it's it's really hard to do, but if you are a kicker, I think most collegiate up kickers can nail a 70 yarder nail a 70 yarder. i thought you were going to say it was at least 20 yards because you was know. like 70 yards ain't nothing <laughs> like, <laughs> like 70 yards i just feel like if, if you've been trained as a kicker if that's what you do uh did you guys say that stuff with bill belichick when he was talking about long snappers it was like a 10 minute answer <laughs> insane <laughs> insane anyways uh special teams is on my mind but um it's just funny because they yeah, are they used to be position players who would mm -hmm. also kick like these guys mm -hmm. nowadays they've been kicking since pop warner yeah. like they're trained to be kickers some of these guys so i mean i would assume that any guy who's a kicker in the nfl without anybody around in a quiet stadium i mean maybe am i giving everybody too much credit <laughs> no i think you're right i think that's all that they do like all they do is you kick better all be able day to. you better be able to make some field goals like that's that's your only job. You don't have to run down on kickoff too. Just yeah. kick it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I I honestly think I could hit like a forty yarder. You think? I believe yeah. in you, so, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I played soccer a for a long time. Like okay. I was like, like so I would boot it across the field. Like now, I think I might be able to hit a forty at least. Are, are we you, talking one opportunity, or do you get like ten chances to hit one? Let's just say three. Three. Yeah, you get three chances. Yeah, here you can do it. I think I can hit a forty yarder in three. Forty yarder in three. Todd, what can you do? Uh, you have so much confidence in me. You got it. I know, mean, are I'm you thinking. going back to fifty? I, I think I can hit. I'm like toe poking it. I'm not yeah, like kicking course. it right. Yeah. Um, but I think I could probably get forty or fifty yards Ooh. in three tries. Yep. From the middle of the field, I'm not doing hash marks. You get to put like, it wherever you want. In the middle of yep. the field, yeah, I think I can make that. I just feel like we need to link up with the Broncos and say, hey, is there any way we could have like a little mini DNVR field day out here? Because like there's some stuff that needs to happen. Like I need to see Todd hit a 50-yard field goal. Yeah. Like I need to see you get lit up by Kareem Jackson. <laughs> oh. I need to see Hank get smoked by yeah, Alex Singleton. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm the only one that doesn't have to do anything. But like <laughs> I'll ask Shauna Peters if I can get a cheer outfit and just. There like, we go. I want to see you run a 40. Ooh, yikes! Can you be fat? Who do we think the slowest Bronco is at a 40 right now? <sighs> On the team. Yep. Ooh. It's, it's Powers. Ben Powers. Powers. I don't what, know. I, I'm thinking. What do you run? I'm pretty sure Tim. He's too big to run the 40 that quick. I'm thinking maybe Mike Purcell, Dude. just because I mean he's, he's only been yeah exactly. He's been hurt That's and so he's one of the biggest guys on it. It's just true <laughs> right now. He's a big. He doesn't need to run. No, but the D linemen they're big and fast. They're man. faster than you think. I think they're faster than the old linemen. They're faster than the offensive linemen. Yeah. yeah. Even I'm than a younger like offensive lineman. Mike. Yeah, I think so. Mike McGlinchey. Oh yeah, I think he'd be fast. He's like. Think? He does not look. He's got like no fat on his body. I know. He's that's just why I was hoping like he's maybe it's wild. Yeah, Quinn. It's Either way, I'll be slower boys. than all of them. 
It doesn't even matter. Like you could throw out any guy on that team and I'm going to be like, I swear my mom used to say, she was like, Oh, you have stereopositism. And I was like, what is that? Like some made up word. She's like, it's when the iron in your blood turns to lead in your ass. Oh my God. <laughs> because I am the slowest person you'll ever, I'm like, <laughs> like slow-mo in real life i i don't run i don't i speed walk speed walk i feel like i could do that competitive like speed walking like the olympic yep, sport yep, yep. that i'm cool with the second i actually have to like start like really lifting my feet it's just it's it's done no it's done <laughs> it's bad let's hope the broncos make Maz crosby look that slow and let's get to our final key of the oh, game yeah. It is Max Protect with two X's for Max Crosby. This guy has been a Broncos killer. Max guy. Crosby and his eight games against the Broncos is not only seven and one, but he has done his job on the defensive side. He has 11 and a half sacks in those eight games, which is Ooh. insane. In the past four games, he's averaging two sacks per game against the Broncos, had four sacks in the two games last year, and he has a sack in the past seven games against the Broncos. This guy has dominated the Broncos' offensive line. 14 tackles for a loss, 15 quarterback hits, 11 and a half sacks. The Broncos haven't had a 10-sack player since 2018, and they've had an entire mm. season to get that. Max Crosby in eight games has 11 and a half sacks Yikes. against the Broncos. That just shows how dominant he's been. And that's why I'm max protecting, doing, yeah. throwing everything at him. And that means wherever Max Crosby is, Chris Manhurts is there too. Mm -hmm. Or Michael Burton's out there as yeah. well. Or Hank's guy, Nate Atkins is out there. Or Javante or Samaje. There's always going to be two people on the side of Max Crosby. And Todd, is that just too basic? Is that something that's not possible in a game plan? Or is that something that should happen every single play? No, it should happen every single play. And, you know, the best thing with edge rushers is you want to knock them off their path. You don't want them to have a clear shot at Garrett going one-on-one -on -one and have the outside wide open. You want to be able to chip him. And the, and the good thing about a good chip is you almost have to, like, put your whole body into it. Like, mm -hmm. most of the time you chip the guy out on a route. Like, I want these guys to be chip and almost stay in. Like, don't even worry about a route. We'll let Cortland and, and the other wide receivers take care of that. Yeah. Max protect. I think that's key. It's going to be paramount because, like you said, he's been tearing us up, man, I, and, I'm, and, I, and I don't want to see it anymore. So help our tackles out, McGlinchey and Bowles. Um, they need some love, man. So give them some love on the inside. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's going to run stunts too. So our guys on the, on the inside need yeah. to be ready for that too. So – Powers, um, everybody needs to be on board with Max Protect and stopping Max Crosby. And on top of that, Chandler Jones isn't at the facility right now. It doesn't seem like he's going to play this game. You have one guy to worry about yep. on their whole entire defense, not just like their defensive line. Literally. If, if someone else beats you and goes for a two-sack game, I guess give them their props. Just don't let it be Max Crosby again. Max Crosby just he eats every single time he goes up against the Broncos. And like, what's funny about Max Crosby is when you see him in person too. And I know NFL players don't like correlate these two things. They're like, not, it's not an issue. Max Crosby is like a scary looking dude. <laughs> like he's like so intimidating from his size to the tats, to the way that he's just like foaming at the mouth before a game. Like there's like a mental toughness and a physical toughness to Max Crosby that's really intimidating and the Broncos absolutely have to match that this week um and I think they will I think once you break the huddle you just have to know where 98 is mm -hmm. and as long as you know where 98 is on the field somebody has their eyes on him like you you should be able to contain him at least enough to where he doesn't completely take over this entire game Hopefully. Totally agree. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. All right, let's get in to our picks for tonight's Thursday night Ooh. game. But first, make your picks over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where the NFL season is officially here. And DraftKings is celebrating by giving you $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 on any NFL game. So if you want $200 in bonus bets for the Broncos game this week, bet $5 on tonight's game pick the lions money line pick them with the four and a half points and then you'll instantly regardless of if that bet hits or not you're gonna get 200 in bonus bets and they're giving all customers 
two new offers every single game day this month. So now's the time to get in to get all of those offers over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Head to the App Store now, download now, and use the code DNVR to sign up. Where new customers can get $200 in bonus bets by using that code DNVR and placing a $5 bet. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text hope new york 467369 and connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on half on behalf of boot hill casino and resort in kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario sing c dkng.com slash football for eligibility terms and responsibility gambling resources bonus bets expire after seven days after your students and eligibility and restrictions apply after that, you need a drink, man. Cool. You know, you know they it. say like the best recovery drinks are actually like chocolate milk and beer. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. they replenish your body. Yeah. So if you need some replenishment, mm. check out Breckenridge Brewery. Beautiful. The official beer of DMVR. They've been doing it for over 32 years, and they have a love and a passion for beer that's unmatched. Their beer is made with 100% renewable energy. They have some favorites that they want you to try, which are the Mile High City Golden Ale, the Christmas Ale, the Buddy Pass, the Avalanche Amber Ale, uh, Vanilla Porter Jr., the Broncos Country Pale Ale. You can't go wrong with a cup of some Breckenridge Brewery, and I know I'll have some, so now I'm at three shots, <laughs> two sips, and two brews. So I check out it. Breckenridge Brewery. I love it. some chocolate milk to really ruin your day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and something else I love, DraftKings Sportsbook Pick of the Week. Let's dish out some picks that we like this week. I'm going to go tonight's game, and right. I'm going to pick the over. 53 and a half, or 53 points. We're talking about two dynamic offenses and two defenses that stink. No Chris Jones there for Kansas City. In fact, report from our guy James Palmer just came out. You know where Chris Jones is going to be for this game? In the suite. Yes, wearing mm. a suit. He's not going to be on the field. I love yeah. it. He, he's going to be at the game but not playing. Give me the over. I think this is going to be a fun game. That maybe the Lions lose, which will give our picks in just a second. Or maybe the Chiefs lose, I mean, and we'll give our picks in just a second. What are you guys going with? I don't think the Chiefs lose this game. I think they win, though, only by, like, one. Oh, so Lions to cover? I think the Lions will cover this game. Four and a half, Four I and think? a half is yep, the spread. Yep, I like that. I like that. All right. I think that the Lions are going to win the game. I'm going to give oh, it to the Lions. Oh, I'm going to give it to the Lions it. to win the game. Uh, you know, they missed a, key piece, a couple key pieces on the Chiefs. So let's see the Lions take it over, man. We, we want to have a good... Good uh, good weekend, and yeah. it starts tonight with some shots, so let's do it. Let's go. The shots start like, tonight. I feel like I've come a long way since last week. Remember our show, and I was like, oh, Lions get absolutely <laughs> dominated. <laughs> yeah. They get killed. Now I'm like, hi, I think they lose by one. Maybe, <laughs> by, maybe by tonight, you'll be picking the Lions to actually win by one. Yeah. I, you know what? I like I like Todd's take on this. I'm, I'm hoping the Lions win. Me too. And now without Travis Kelsey, I don't know. Yeah. No are they, wait, are they without officially? Questionable. Questionable. They're so probably maybe. not going to so let maybe. us know before. Okay. So that's our DraftKings pick of the week. And I got to give a little tease to the pregame show that we've got a new completely renovated pregame show Ow. 45 minutes before kick. So we're talking like 130, 140. Mm -hmm. Tune in to DNVR Sports on YouTube. That's the only place you're going to find it. So if you're listening to the podcast, go subscribe to our YouTube page. And stay tuned. We have an awesome pregame show coming your way where you're gonna get insight like no other. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna wanna miss this, man. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I know I'll be there. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be having a lot of fun. We're gonna be by the bar, so come and check us out, man. I think we're gonna have the best pregame show out. Uh, hands down, I've been a part of other ones, and I feel like this one that we're putting together, something special, something unique, something you're not gonna find. Um, yeah, man, come check us out. It's going to be yeah. great. Todd's going to be there. I'm going to be there. It is going to be an absolute blast. As we've kind of segmented this all out, there's some really fun, entertaining stuff mm -hmm. that, like Todd just said, you're just not going to see anywhere else. It's all really unique, really fun. Uh, and, I mean, Todd with some... Some insights, some, some insights, secrets. Some secrets that in Area <laughs> yeah. 51, maybe. Oh, uh -oh. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay, before... 
there, there may or may not. Do you want some former Broncos? I think I can pull some strings oh. and get you some former oh. Broncos. Let's Whatever go. you want, man. I'm here. I'm here to serve the people. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm go. all about. But we'll Rod definitely Davis's have. Davis's contact list is you coming know in. Oh, man. Impressive. Look at my black book and see what I can find. <laughs> I, love <laughs> I love it. Yeah, all come right. hang out at the bar with us though too. Live, it's gonna be blast. It's gonna be awesome. So before we get into our picks for tonight, yep. What's the number one key? for the Broncos to win this game. We just mm. broke down so many different keys. What's the most important one? Stop joshing around. I think that's it. That's yeah. number one. I think he, because when you're able to run the ball, they control the game so much. And then if we aren't able to stop it, that just opens up the rest of their playbook. We have to be able to stop the run first and foremost. And if we do that, I have faith in our offense to be able to score enough points for us to win. But we can't let them run up and down the field and just make it a long day for the Broncos. We can't have that. I think it's uh, free Russ, personally. Um, I think right now these two defenses, it's so clear that the Broncos are the better defense. So I'm not really worried about them handling uh, Jimmy G and Josh and all that. What I'm concerned about is this offense scoring points. That's something that we just haven't seen a lot of. I, I need to see this offense get off to a hot start. There needs to be a touchdown on that very first drive. And I want to see Russ having fun being himself, moving around, using his legs and really being the driver of this Broncos offense. These two offenses are, in my opinion, like a wash. They're very similar in my opinion, yeah. um, where I think if, if Russell Wilson can really hold the reins of this team and take this game into his hands, um, I think this team has a really good chance of winning this game. I, love I think they're going to win anyways. I love it. Worth. I love it. And I'm going to go Josh Jacobs, too. He's undefeated against the okay. Broncos. So stop him. We got a super chat coming in, coming Let's in from go. our friend Bud Lightyear says Broncos by 30. I love it. Let's ride. Yeah, Bring we'll him let's ri ride back. We ride into the sunset <laughs> with that one for we sure. We will. And are we riding tonight on a Kansas City loss, Todd? You I'm, think the Lions are winning? Yeah, I'm riding with that for sure. Let's ride on the Kansas City uh, Chiefs getting their butt whooped. Maybe not getting their butt whooped, losing by three. But I think that oh. the Lions may be able to get it done. You know who else is riding with you? Who is? Ryan is riding with you. He's taking the Lions to win straight up. You know who else is riding with you, too? Henry is choosing the Chiefs to lose. Rocking. Shocking. We've got three <laughs> guys picking the Chiefs to lose. Alexis, you want to join them? Or did it only take five minutes for you to switch from Lions? I know. It's only been like three and a half. Um you know what? Because I don't want to be Hank, <laughs> I'm going to say Lions win this game by one. I cannot believe you guys are going to give me a one-game lead on this. I'm not going to say it, but, I mean, the, the Chiefs will take care of business. And I cannot believe that I'm going to be up 1-0 on gonna, every single I'm one of gonna you. Listen, we're not going to stop you. We're not going to make we're gonna not gonna stop you from making this, this crazy decision. <laughs> we're going to let you do what you want to do. But when we're all one and know, we'll buy you a beer, man. That'll oh, be, there we you know, go. There we go. Prize. I love it. Um, all right. That's going to do it for today. But we're not done for the week. We'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. So make sure to tune in for our final show where we give all of our predictions. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out. Flying cotton would stick to your